0: Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and
1: Michael Show.
0: Welcome everybody to the podcast. Thank you for downloading the show. It's a good show today. We've got Scott Phillips on, on. If a mate comes to you and wants you to be a part of their business, to buy in, uh, what you should be asking.
2: I hope you buy in with my new idea for like a next generation game of cricket.
0: Well, this is this is why it's even coming up is because, yes, you might have fixed indoor cricket. Oh, why is it so bad? I don't know. It should be great. It it's, should be amazing. It's backyard cricket. How m- good is that? Uh, amazing. But yeah, indoor cricket. Suckety sucks. Uh, I'm also going to tell you about a gladiator style rodeo where they use real life prisoners. It's, uh, it's in America.
2: Of course, yes. it is. It's either there or I feel like Spain because yeah. they have a weird thing about like
0: bulls. Yeah, they do love love a little bit of that. Uh, but first, we're going to kick it off, of course, with the biggest headlines from around the country:
2: politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> It's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey.
0: Michael Ross. Oh, give me those headlines. Another Pride Jersey drama has emerged this time in the NBL with a number of Cairns Taipans players reportedly hesitant to wear a rainbow logo on their singlets during an upcoming Pride round clash. Personally, I think they've got nothing to worry about. They play for Cairns in the NBL. No one will see it. The league's not doing well. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and neither is Cairns. I oh. get like 1,700 people to games. Really? That's yeah, wow. not great. Uh, Pe- does better. They, they, they do. That's a, it's a team in Perth. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Dutton has slammed Anthony Albanese for not visiting Alice Springs sooner due to the troubling crime rate. Uh, Dutton has claimed he doesn't actually care, uh, that uh, Albanese doesn't actually care. He will only go to places that benefit him politically. He's also asked him to visit the Ukraine, Iraq in 2005, and Mordor. Because he's like, go to dangerous places. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I like win. Uh, and finally, uh, Pamela Anderson has claimed that Tim Allen flashed her while her filming Tool Time in early... Sorry, Home Improvement. Sorry, that was the show within the show. Yeah. To, <laughs> well, well, technically. Did he do it in that scene? I guess so. Uh, Pamela Anderson claimed that Tim Allen flashed her while filming... Uh, home Improvement in the early 90s. Tim has apologised and said, Sorry, she just gave him a buzz. Multiverse. Because <laughs> he played that in
2: Toy Story. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you can also sort of see that with, like, tool type.
0: Yeah. Buzz. Because, ah. like, a buzz sword, Oh. You, you know, it?
2: like, I've, I thought there was layers to it. Oh, I, think, you
0: know? I think. That's like, oh, I have more money. And you're like, no, 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 that's enough money. <laughs> um, Yeah, no. But he said he didn't. And then Pamela Anderson has actually said... No, you did. So he's like, okay.
2: There's a lot of things Tim Allen did. In the early <laughs> it wasn't days. like a coke dealer. <laughs> and Mitch, we were actually just talking about uh, the world of video. Yes, uh, there are lots of Mitchell and Michael uh, videos for you, want yeah. you to enjoy on your Instagram and yeah, uh, T- Facebook as well. TikTok. We, we're on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so yeah, yeah. But that's, that's why that's where we do our, our best uh, damage. There you go. <laughs> Jump on TikTok and have a look, and you'll see that. Uh, a collection of images just come together to make a video. Okay, because you understand that part of like uh, film and that like at like twenty four frames per second is twenty four photos. Twenty four photos. Yeah, and our brain goes, "Oh, now that's now that's moving." At twenty three, we're like, "That's twenty three pictures." We can see the difference. Yeah, the true like the true like peak of the human eye is um, sixty hertz, so sixty photos. Uh, specifically 60 flashes of light yep. to us looks like one flash of light, like one... Camera. Oh, is that, is
0: that the magic number?
2: That's the magic number. That's where our eyes, like, cap out. It's really interesting in that animals have a different... It's called the critical flicker frequency. Okay. They have a different one. Dogs see it 80.
0: Okay. So they can see it, like, 8K.
2: So, so it's not so much the resolution. That's uh. a little different as well. Uh. Like, their sight's... Uh, a little different to ours, but they are seeing the world twenty five times slower than us, so if they were to enjoy the Baha men, they 'd hear this
1: Let the dogs out. 100, 100, 100, 100.
2: and it 's blowing my mind wow that i 've learned this. so because they can see faster than us, their brain works faster than ours. And so we, to them, are kind of
0: slow. So does that mean, and I know you haven't done this, and I apologise for throwing this on you, mm. but when we're like, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Yeah.
2: Who's a good boy? <laughs>
0: Who's a good boy? <laughs> That's their life. Is that why they're excited? They're like, hurry up. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hurry up.
2: <laughs> and when you
0: throw a ball for them, they're like,
2: finally, oh, something moving God. in normal
0: speed. Garros, have you ever seen Brian Cranston's Your Honor?
2: I haven't seen it, but I, I know of it. He's a judge and his son gets in trouble with the law.
0: Yes, and then kind of like he becomes uh, like in debt to the mafia and all this sort of wow. stuff. You can check it out on Stan uh, or wherever you like to illegally pirate things. I'm not the boss of you. But season two. Okay. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had to wait ages to get to it. So episode one, season two. And there's something that happens in it. And now, especially Bryan Cranston roles, even the Breaking Bad seemed very realistic, Yeah, didn't it? Saw something in Season 2, Episode 1. Have you ever heard of a prison rodeo? Do you know? Do you know what a prison rodeo is?
2: Uh, I want to say they that the, the inmates ride the animals. But then I'm kind of thinking, is it happening just in the yard? And they're like... Fighting each other and they're like it's a rodeo. So
0: in in the TV show, yeah. in episode one, he's like they've look like they've like signed up for it or something, and it's like a Roman gladiator style thing, and they're in the pen, and the bull like charges at him, and it's kind of like last one like remaining gets money. Okay. And I was like, and obviously Brian Cranston's in it. So you go, and it's like kind of like a he doesn't care anymore, that's like something's happened that he's there. And I was like, this show's so realistic. And then suddenly... And then suddenly we're doing this. Is it real? So I Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Ross, the Angola Prison Rodeo is a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> S- since, like, the... I think it's the, like, 1900s, they have... Uh, sorry, 1964... They have prisoners sign up to be a part of a rodeo, getting like bucked by bulls, charged by bulls, gored by bulls, and the winner, the person that is left over, gets that and, freedom and survived, <laughs> gets five hundred dollars. Oh, I'll put that in the commissary. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I thought I was like, how is that legal in this day and age?
2: I don't. I, I, I can't. I can't fathom America at all. Like I don't in, know why they do the things they do.
0: It's in Louisiana in in America so like it's based in like a New Orleans. Sort I'm of surprised
2: like. it's only been going since the 1960s cuz like you mentioned it's almost Roman gladiator style.
0: It very much is and I think people have like gotten really mad at it cuz their normal salaries are like, you know, between 0.02 cents and 75 cents an hour. So
2: crime does pay if you're willing to join <laughs> the rodeo. <laughs> Triple M and listener love cricket. And I tell you what, Mitch, we are the home of a new style of cricket <laughs> Courtyard cricket. This has got a catch on, mate, because this is what I think the best rules that you can use. In indoor cricket. Okay. Taking the best of backyard... Yep. ...and the best of indoor.
0: Uh, Because indoor, really, really struggling, uh, doesn't have the numbers it should have. Backyard cricket probably needs legitimacy.
2: (laughs) It does. It needs, like, an official set of rules with maybe a little bit of space for, like, homebrew content. So, let's start with the fact that backyard cricket is really, at the end of the day, an individual event. Correct. And so this is what I propose for courtyard cricket. That... You actually are just a group of mates competing against each other okay. throughout the series. Yep. You're ranked on your bowling and your batting at the end of every match, there is an award for both. Best bowling figures, yep. best batting figures. You could clean sweep it, and therefore like the all rounder is like king. Ah. You know. Which I feel yep. like the all-rounder hasn't been on top in a long time. Yep. So that's what you want to be. Everybody bats and bowls in this o- in this order. So if you are bowled, the bowler becomes the batter. Yep. If you are caught, the catcher becomes the batter. If either of these players has already batted ahead of a player that hasn't yet, then they go in instead because everybody needs to get a turn. Like backyard <laughs> oh, <okay>. cricket, <laughs>
0: so mums on the committee.
2: <laughs> so everybody, everybody gets to go. You got to run through the full squad. Yep. And uh, th- how long do you play for? Until lunch is ready. So you play in the morning, okay? okay. And when mum, th- that's, uh, that's the name of the timekeeper, mum. Yep. When mum calls lunch, then that's the end of the match. Okay. Meanwhile, dad, that's the name of the umpire. Which in the rules of courtyard cricket must be either a player's dad, one of the player's actual dads, or... If not available, mob mentality. So then decisions are based on just angry consensus. Okay. Of like, that wasn't out. And then six of the 11 guys go, oh, bloody was Steve, get out of there. Yep. And none of this, none of this losing runs and gaining runs like an indoor where you bat for two overs. No. You make the runs you make, and when you're out, you're out. Yep. Okay. And six and out is hitting up. So if you hit up into the top net, yep. six and out. If you sneak anything behind, you're out because we don't have the wiki keeper. Okay. we got auto wiki. Yep. See, are you, like, are you on board? I'm, I'm simplifying it.
0: Where are we playing? Where's the venue? The
2: venue is any court-related space. So it can be an indoor cricket court. You could also play it on an indoor basketball court. You could play it in an actual courtyard in your
0: house. Can you play it in a court of law? Yes, you could actually, because
2: there are because what you need you need like walls. Yep. Uh, that's because that's the main scoring system, and mm-hmm. in indoor cricket you can catch off the sides of the nets. I'm going to change that yep. to you've got to apply the one hand one bounce methodology. Okay. So if you want to catch off the sides, one handed. Get on board, courtyard uh, cricket. It's the cricket of the future. We're going to dive into Michael's bargain bin next. Oof. Cause today's a cheap Tuesday. You've been doing well lately. I've been doing pretty good. I saw you took your wife to the shop sale the today. <laughs> yeah. She just finished work. Nice. Uh, that's when she gets to go to the shops. You normally know make her wait in the car. That's the only reason I bring it up. She likes to wait in the car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could ask her. She would
2: much prefer to wait in the car. She can't make, it. She can't make any choices. Well, so I'm surprised we got married because you take her to the shops and you're like, "Oh, do you want do you want this or that?" and she'll be like, oh, "I don't know."
0: Do you want to know why? Terrible because she's scared to tell you because <laughs> you'll be like, "Wrong." No,
2: because I wouldn't give you the option. That's what I say. <laughs> I, I'm always honest with her. Like, and she goes, "Well, what do you want?" And I'm like, "The reason I'm asking you is because I'm happy with." either of these two things and yeah. which one would you like but let's not unpack oh, mate, that right now mate the
0: other day and I don't want to unpack it but, but yeah. like the other day I was like oh so you are you coming over for coffee and she goes do you want me to come over and I was like well like technically I've asked a question and yeah. you've come back with it- like I didn't say I would like you to come over for coffee and then she goes okay cool but clearly like you would go if I said you're coming over for coffee you go Mitch wants me he, must, for coffee. he must want me to come you over you know why because we're logical men <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what are we doing?
2: We dive into the bargain bin next because uh, there's a little tip uh, that you should always watch out for when you're spending yep. money. Yep, it's time for all you little bin chickens to dive into Michael's bargain bin. Join the Facebook group Michael's Bargain Bin to brag and boast about all your bargain finds. It's the place. It's the best place inside
0: sliced bread. Oh, yeah? You want to try that again? <laughs> it's
2: the blazed blasted spliced bread. There we go. Jeez, I'll tell
0: you what, getting something because it's nearly expired, that sentence.
2: Now, mate, this weekend was very interesting indeed because someone tried to tell me that I had a bargain. Really? But here's the important thing to remember, my little bin chickens. The bargain is up to you. That's in your hands. The
0: bargain is in the eye of the beholder. Exactly. Because... If
2: you think that it's a bargain to buy an entire box of shampoo, then that then go your hardest, yeah. you know. But I, I am many in many ways. am looking to spend the least amount of money in the moment.
0: Yeah, like for example, if you buy a video game, something cheap for you, say let's twelve bucks, right? Yeah. To someone else, they're not buying a video game, so twelve bucks is still a waste of money.
2: What a waste you. of money! Yeah. Don't do that. So I was at uh, like a like an outdoor like a. What are they called? Those open air bar kind of pop up. That's the one. It was like a pop up bar. Yep, right. Which are pretty loose at the best of times. Yeah. When it comes to like finding the prices of things. Oh yes, it is. And uh, I was I, getting
0: myself I like I would like seventeen dollar craft beer.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was getting myself a uh, an alcoholic ginger beer. And my wife, and this is where the problem begins. I feel uh, she wanted a cocktail.
0: Already at a pop, at a pop, at a pop up bar. bar.
2: At a pop-up, uh, already Jeez. quite expensive. You may as well
0: buy the pop-up bar, and
2: they hold out the they hold out the machine,
0: mm. and you do the little you do the the, the Apple one, or are we talking the full blown FPOS machine. Full
2: blown FPOS. So you can see the price. You can see the price. Okay. Uh, and this is this is the little tip. Like you need to be you need to be fast. You need to be faster than me when it comes to math. I'm not I'm not actually that good with math. Yeah. And my brain was slower than my hand, and I've tapped, and, and then my brain's gone. That says 35 dollars.
0: for two drinks. Just cost.
2: And then I've gone, "Oh hey, so hang on, How much for the ginger beer?" I said, nine bucks. How much for the cocktail?" Because then cause that would yeah. be like a 20 what a 26 six dollar cocktail. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh 14." and i was like well then we have we have a problem here don't we mm. and she goes oh uh, do we and she looks back you can look back on the screen of yeah. like the previous thing and i was like yeah you've charged me the wrong amount and she goes oh i've charged you for like two ginger beers yeah and again my brain's not working fast enough and i'm tossing up whether or not to take the second ginger beer but that math still doesn't add up, does it? No,
0: because it's it, 18. And then how much was the cocktail? 14 bucks. Yeah, so then you're looking at like, $32. Yeah. You're still $3 out. It still doesn't add up. Yep. And then we
2: get into this big thing of she's going, No, no, I only charged you for two ginger beers. You got that cocktail for free or for like less. What do you mean? She's like, I charged you 18 bucks. I was like, You bloody haven't. You've charged me for $35 and she couldn't find like she couldn't find the transaction do you have internet banking i do and i and she's like can you pull it up i pulled it up it's not even there what <laughs> it was it was such a confusing thing so my my biggest tip to you is like this is why kids you need to study math put all the algebra away, yeah. put the trigger away. All you didn't know is how much is a woman charging you at a pop-up bar?
0: <laughs> I was going to say, the main takeaway is never go to a pop-up bar.
2: <laughs> it was wild. I don't know what happened. And eventually, uh, so, but I made sure I was like, give me $12. So I think I've made $12. I don't think I was charged, but they did refund me for something I wasn't charged. So you haven't been charged at all? I got 12 bucks. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> uh, hey, mate, uh, don't forget that... Uh... There's a truck breakdown uh, 3K south of uh, Tom Price, Southland Lane, partially blocked. Uh, ex- exercise extreme uh, caution there for all vehicles. And uh, Marble Bar Road as well, mate. Flooded. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, between Nulligine and Marble Bar, closed. Between Roy Hill and Nulligan. Uh Scouring in progress, open with extreme caution. Uh, and between Marble Bar and Headland, open with extreme caution. Um, I just got an email of all the road updates in the state.
0: Like, that's important information, very boring um, when you read it. Can you put it under, like, Copperhead Road? Like, is there, like, a can you, or hit the road, uh, yeah. j- hit the road, Jack, like, uh, long road to the top? So you
2: think it needs, like, did say long road a- to
0: the top? Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> do you think we need something with a little bit more pizzazz? Yeah. Uh,
0: just to got? kind of really, like, amp up the boring man that you are, you know?
2: How dare you? Nah, but I completely you.
0: agree. <laughs>
2: Marble Bar Road. Follow <laughs> <laughs> us anytime on 1-800-011-666. Satisfied, satisfied. But do you have to keep them satisfied? Because the customer is not always right. Uh, and uh, one customer learnt that the hard way after he refused to pay. What do you mean? So a man uh, in, I believe it was Queensland, he had a red-bellied black snake in the house. Yep. Very poisonous. Yep. Uh, called a snake catcher yeah. to come and get it out of the house. Uh snake catcher arrived and was uh, greeted by like a very panicked man. Yep. Uh, who then started, like, while he was trying to wrangle the snake, starts saying things like, why aren't you a ranger? Why isn't this paid by council? Uh, The government should be running this. And when the guy's like, all right, I got the snake in the bag, that'll be 50 bucks. I don't know the exact price. The homeowner went, no, I refuse to pay because this should be like a public service, catching snakes. Now... He might have a point there. You know, maybe there needs to be more specialised training for rangers and snake catchers.
0: Also just double checked, 50 bucks per half hour.
2: For for half an hour of snake catching. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm sure
0: it took a little bit less.
2: (laughs) And he, he said, I'm refusing to pay. And what do you think the snake catcher did? Put him back. Put him back. Are you <laughs> he put him back. And then the guy coughed up the money. That is And that is the perfect response to a bad customer.
0: That's hilarious. I've
2: just saved you from a snake man. Yeah,
0: but 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 where's the line? Because if you are in an accident yeah. and the doctor fixes you up mm-hmm. and then you can't pay, he doesn't then rip out the stitches and put you back. He might if I refused to pay. But if I was like,
2: I can't pay. But is anyone like, <laughs> is anyone? No. No, this, what you did here, Doc, this should be absolutely free. Well, uh, I'm not paying you.
0: Did you know, side note, did you know the uh, Victorian police, yeah. tried, you know they can claim uh, like proceeds of crime, like they take houses and stuff mm-hmm. if they think it's to do with drug dealing? Yeah. Well, they tried to claim back some uh, boss boss's wife's uh, boobies. Because they were paid for with um, drug money, so how they tried claim to claim back? that back. Well, no, they, like they tried to do it, but, of course, the court was like... Take them out. <laughs> the court was like, no. But then again, yeah, I guess that is. It's like, can you... That, that is a good way to handle the customer.
2: Yes. And this is what I want, one 800 11 How have you dealt with bad customers? <sighs> like, have you got petty? Have you gone high road? Like, how have you dealt with them? One eight hundred zero double one
0: triple six. For us, it's great to be back in twenty twenty three. Uh, and long time listeners of the show might notice that if you start listening at the beginning of the show, that it it opens a little differently, and it's just it's just you welcoming everybody. Mm. But this is how it it used to start. You better get ready. The coffee's poured. And the oil- Signs flashing. Yep, nice, Yep. Yeah. Broadcasting live and local. Okay. This is Mitchell and yeah. Michael for breakfast. Yeah. This is this Triple M. M. Good yep. morning, everybody. Mm. My name is Richard Tinley and this is Michael Russ. Good morning, everyone. Mm. Welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We are the Bustleton to Melbourne flight path of yep. the radio industry. It'd be interesting to see how many people are interested in us, but you probably wouldn't do us.
2: Also only the cheapest oh. is available. you know? hmm
0: mm-hmm. just- <laughs> mm-hmm. So like just a just a very that's a very Mitchell and Michael very show Mitchell and starting. Michael. Uh, that takes forty seconds yeah, it was to a, do. A very long time. <laughs> uh, but look it goes into like, you know, just a little analogies. If you never heard us before, this is what we are. And then and then and then you come in at the top. Got a message the other day on the Mitchell and Michael show on the socials. Yeah. Uh, and someone said you might wanna might wanna mix it up a bit because they just put Mitchell and Michael show into an AI computer and it spat out this. You better get ready. The coffee's poured and the on-air sign's flashing. Broadcasting live and local. This is Mitchell and Michael for breakfast. This is, this is Triple M.
1: Good morning, folks. It's a beautiful day out there, and we're here to bring you the best in comedy and commentary. I'm your host, Mitchell.
2: And I'm your other host.
1: (laughs) That's right, folks. We're like peanut butter and jelly, Batman and Robin, salt and pepper. More like oil and water, fire and ice, cats and dogs. Hey, now. Let's not fight. We're here to make you laugh.
0: Like they're onto us. I can't. Uh, uh, can't uh, take the risk.
2: I do wonder if robots will take our jobs. They might take mine.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am Mitchell and Michael, and joining us online now, as he loves to, for a cheap Tuesday, is the Motley Fool himself, Scott Phillips. Boys, good day.
0: Now, mate, we want to invest in. Not just a business, like not just what? like a not okay. just like a Harvey Norman, but like if right. a guy One of those
1: successful long term yeah. creating a company none of those, nah. right? What are we going
0: with? We want to get down on the ground level. So <laughs> what are ah, we are, nice. what are we after when someone says like kinda of, do you want to go in on this business? And people go like, ah. Oh, you wanna look at the books or like what are the things what we're books? looking for?
1: Yeah, nice, I love that. You know what, so here's the thing, it's actually exactly the same as investing in shares because a lot of people it a casino, when you buy shares, you're buying a small part of a business. When you buy part of Harvey Norman, you're really saying, hey, I like what you're doing, I like the price, I reckon this business has got a really good future, I want in. Now, when we buy Harvey Norman, we buy uh, you know, 0.00001% of it or whatever, but if you're buying going into a mate's business, you should be thinking exactly the same way. So what is it, what are you going to do, how likely is it to succeed, if you're selling you know, left-handed beer mugs, probably not a great business. If you've got a better idea, well, maybe there's something to it. So the first thing you want to start with is what does it actually do and do I really reckon it's going to work? So that's, that's always number one. Number two, unfortunately, as you say, the, the books may not exist. So is there actually a business at all? I mean, it might just be a you know, back of a napkin. Hey, I've got this great idea. I'm going to create this search engine called Google. What do you reckon? You get? No, that's a stupid idea. Never going to work. Or you say, you know what, maybe that thing could be something. But if it's an existing business, it's much easier because you can say, look, show me what's going on. How, literally, as you say, have a look at the books. Are there sales? Are there profits? Is he growing? Is he getting more businesses? I think it's going well. So that's easier. If it's back of an envelope, then you... I mean, look, let's be honest, it's a lot of ticket stuff, right? They reckon 9 out of 10 small businesses fail. So, to, you know, going with that, with that frame of mind, you're probably going to do your dough, unfortunately. So just make, be, be very careful, keep it simple, and don't overcommit.
2: Can I pitch to you... Uh, my, <laughs> my new venture. Yes, uh, it's called Courtyard Cricket. It takes right. the rules of back, backyard cricket and puts them into indoor cricket courts. Would you get behind <laughs> this new league?
1: So it's talking one hand, one bounce. Yes. What all? It's six and out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, bro- broken windows, all sorts of trouble. Okay, no, I like it. Look, yeah, you, there's something there. There's some. I'm not sure I'm going to invest just yet. But t- tell me more. I'm happy. I'm going to sit down and have a. Have a beer with you, and you can tell me about your idea, and we'll see if we can make it work. At this stage, probably not a go. Have sorry. you
0: have you ever had anyone want you to invest in their business?
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty regularly. Normally, 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 randoms who cheat me up on social media and say, "Hey, I've got this great idea." It's like I'll oh, bet you do. Um, no, look, <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> yeah, <funnily> enough, <laughs> yeah, an ex an ex colleague of ours actually, yeah, uh, who went and started his own business, doing very well just quietly. So I missed that one. Uh, but he was he was setting up his own business, and he left the Fool to go and do it. Uh, And he said, like, here's my great idea. And I went, mate, that's not going to work. It worked. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Take that for for what it's worth. (laughs) Uh, If you want more tips. Uh, (laughs) I only only listed businesses here. The ones that are already successful. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Make sure you grab (laughs) the Motley Fool podcast and listener and the Good Oil with Scott. Also head over to their website. Thanks, mate. Thanks, boys. Talk to you next week. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.